Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The in-season tournament is finished and we are returning to fantasy basketball normalcy and we are going to preview a very big week eight in the NBA schedule. Let's go! talking about G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And today we are previewing the week eight uh, in the fantasy basketball landscape, which is a very, very busy week after a week where every team only played two games. This week, the majority of teams will be playing four games, and we will be getting stuck into that in a second. But if you haven't already, make sure if you do enjoy the podcast that we drop here every single week, trying to get to three a week and over on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, five-star ratings over there, and make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel as well so you don't miss out on anything. We can keep popping out these videos for you guys to enjoy, but uh, like we said, uh, we're going to get stuck into the Week 8 preview for you guys to win your Week 8 match. Matchup in fantasy basketball hoops. Let's start by looking at the week in general. It is a week that is pretty even when it comes to um, you know the games breakdown on any given day. Outside of the first game of the week on the Monday, where we've got thirteen NBA games on, so lots happening to kickstart the week. Obviously, there were no games on the Sunday. Um, just gone or just passed. So every team is fresh, ready to go. No one's coming off a back-to-back or anything like that. So we've got 13 games. Then we've got a lower volume Tuesday with five games played on that day. Wednesday, we've got nine. Thursday, seven. Friday, eight. All great middle volume kind of days. Excellent. Saturday, we've got the 10, which some of you might have a full roster spot. Some of you might not. It's a bit of an awkward one. And then the Sunday, five games as well. So pretty much streaming is back this week. We are back into business when it comes to adding players. We're back into business of, you know, being careful of maximizing our four games acquisition limit and uh, going into the week looking for value on those lower volume days, which there are a lot of opportunities for us to do so this week. So let's get started. We'll talk about weekly leagues first, however. Now, like I said before, the majority of teams this week play a four-game week. It's the busiest schedule I can remember, uh, just in terms of total games played in the NBA for a long time. Obviously, we're making up for a little bit of lost time, a little bit of a down week in terms of games played last week with only two games for every team. So every team outside of six teams play four games this week. There are no teams that play two games this week. 24 teams play four and six games, uh, six teams play three. And those six teams are the Lakers, the Grizzlies, the Timberwolves, the Thunder, 
Orlando Magic, and the Toronto Raptors. So those three or six games play, six teams, sorry, play three games this week. When it comes to -to head-to-head leagues, the difference between three and four games is not as big as the difference between two and three because it's, uh, by percentage, not as big of a change. However, because of the vast majority of teams playing four games this week, those teams that are playing three do have a slight disadvantage. So... Your back-end guys on the Grizzlies, um, let's talk about... I mean, there's not too many guys. Like, you're definitely not playing Santi Aldama in a, in a uh, thing like that. For the Timberwolves, you, you pro- are probably benching Nikhil Alexander-Walker, your Kyle Andersons, your Nas Reeds. All those guys won't be usable for the Thunder. You are benching probably Josh Giddy in a situation like that. Um, for the Orlando Magic, you're probably not playing either of those center guys in... Uh, um, Mo Wagner or Gogo Badatse, despite Gogo having a big game last one. You're probably still starting someone like Cole Anthony whilst there are some injuries going along. Um, but I think I draw the line at the centers there. And for the Raptors, you're still starting your, your Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakans, but you might consider benching someone like a Dennis Schroeder, depending on your other options. He's right on the borderline, I think. I think you still start Jakob Pertl in that situation, assuming you are punting free throw percentage. Uh, but I do think, obviously, you're benching uh, Gary Trent Jr. I think you're still starting OG Ananobi as well. So a couple of those back-end guys, a little bit on the line for the Raptors. Uh, I think we skipped the Lakers, sorry. The Lakers, you're starting AD, you're starting LeBron James, you're probably starting D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves. Outside of those four, I don't think I'd start anyone else. So some of those other guys, uh, like Cam Reddish, for example, um, I don't think that I'd be putting them out there in my weekly changes lineups for week eight with the three games versus 24 other teams with four. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So let's talk about back-to-backs. With a lot of teams playing multiple games this week, there are a lot of back-to-backs this week that we need to be aware of. And not only aware of um, you know maximizing for games played, but also for players that might be resting on certain days as well. So we'll start by looking at the Monday, Tuesday. Now, Monday and Tuesday is more for the players that might be missing time, not for the players that we add for two games. Because remember, on the Monday, we've got 13 games played. So... When I'm looking at these back-to-backs, I'm not necessarily looking at them in an an attempt to sort of stream someone in, but if we look at teams like the Bulls, the Cavs, the Mavs, the Nuggets, the Clippers, and the Kings, a couple of these ones stand out to me. Namely, the Clippers stand out to me. What do they do with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, James Harden? Do any one of those players rest on one of those days? Now, because they've had a bit of time off, you would assume they'd play the first game of the back-to-back, and miss the second one. I do just want to check if either of them um, are... Are they uh, nationally televised games? That should be something we look at because of the new rules put in place for the Clippers. Let's have a look. So the Clippers know the first game of the Monday is a league pass game. And then the next game is also league pass. The Suns and Warriors have the ESPN game there. Okay, so... 
that shouldn't affect us too much. So you might even see them rest some on the first game and some on the next game, but something to keep in mind. So far, they've played a lot of the games, but I do think some rests are coming down the line for the Clippers. So keep an eye on that one. Um, Russell Westbrook might be someone that stands to benefit, especially in points leagues. You might look to grab him and add him in. Uh, For the other teams... No one that really jumps out at me, the Nuggets, maybe we're looking at Aaron Gordon and see if they're going to manage his heel injury, which kept him out a few games in the previous week. He has played the last couple, but played poorly. Um, so none of that's still bothering him. He might be someone that potentially looks to rest. Jamal Murray coming off the back of the hamstring and ankle injuries. Maybe you look at him, which might boost the short-term value of a Reggie Jackson, but nothing really too exciting there. Um, the Cavs, we've already got the news that Evan Mobley's going to be out for the first game. Maybe he's just getting that game off in the front end of a back-to-back. We will see. Uh, no one really benefits there. Chicago Bulls, we've already know that. Zach Levine is out, but the ever-injury uh, uh, risk car- um Alex Caruso, I'd be very surprised if he was able to play both games at a full allotment of minutes. I think at least one of those games he should be out or reduce minutes load. Um, but who knows with their medical staff, I'm not really too sure. So no one really streaming there, but just keeping on a few guys that might be missing some time. The next back-to-back, the Tuesday, Wednesday, there's only the two teams, the Lakers play and the Suns. Now, after going deep into the in-season tournament, winning the damn thing, do we see that the Lakers use this as an opportunity to rest a LeBron or an Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis went nuts in that last game. LeBron also played big minutes leading up to it. So he, I mean, they have been questionable, probable, anything leading into every single game. So it's going to be one of those really annoying ones that I don't know if we're going to know right until the day. But I actually think that in all likelihood, I think LeBron sits one of these games. I do think that he is someone that I, uh, again, let me double check if they've got any games uh, on national TV. So they do have a, a national televised game on the Lakers game versus the Mavericks. And on the Wednesday, they also... Okay, so both games are being televised, which kind of sucks. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. And and I think this might be a good test for the new rules for the uh, NBA and to see if... You know, they are able to get around it because of an injury, but he's been questionable for every single game with some kind of injury, the foot injury, the back, or whatever it is. So they've kind of put the groundwork in to be able to do this kind of a thing. But I think if it wasn't for those games both being a national televised game, I would put money on the fact that he would rest one of them. It gives me a little bit of pause because they're both nationally televised games. Um, And Well, and again, I'm always a little bit... I don't know 100%. I'm living here in Australia. They are on the ESPN broadcast in uh, in Australia here. So that normally means to me that they're nationally televised, but sometimes it's not always 100% accurate. So again, just double check that if you're an American audience. And, and let me know down in the comments, is that one nationally televised over in the States? Because in Australia, it is um, being broadcast outside of League Pass, um, you know, scheduling and things like that. The Suns is another team. Uh, Bradley Beal is looking to target Tuesday. If he plays Tuesday, I don't think he should... Well, I don't think he should be playing Wednesday, and I doubt he will play the second game of the back-to-back. Kevin Durant has also missed a few games, so maybe he doesn't play Tuesday, then plays and plans to play Wednesday. A few different things going on there. So if you do have someone like an Eric Gordon or a Grayson Allen that you've been streaming for a little while, I'd probably hold at least through this back-to-back and then assess your options after that. Uh, But a couple of options to rest on that Tuesday, Wednesday. So again, it might... 
lead into some more streaming options if that does come to fruition for those games. So keep an eye on those. Uh, the next set of back-to-backs we're looking at are the Wednesday and Thursday. A little bit more towards streaming now. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, we've got the Nets, the Heat, the Jazz. So at the Nets, we're looking at players like a Dayron Sharp, uh, like a um, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, a few players of that description. Uh, for the Heat, we are streaming in still. Orlando Robinson, we know that Bam is going to be missing the Monday, but will he be back for the Wednesday, Thursday yet to be seen? I think he will be back for at least one of those games, but maybe it's not a full lot of minutes, and I think he's at least earned some good backup minutes. So streaming him, even in a reduced role, might not be the worst. In 19 minutes, he still put up a decent line last game, so he is not the worst stream in that situation as well. You've got your Kyle Lowry's. You've got um, you know Duncan Robinson, if he's available for whatever reason in maybe a shallower league, for example. Um, you know, lots of Hami Hakez is someone you might have to have a look at when it comes to streaming. There's a few options on that Heat team all over the place. Kevin Love, who also played really good last game. So a couple options there. And the Utah Jazz, you've got Keontae George, who might be available and can be a great assist streamer. Um, Walker Kessler, I think, popped up in an injury report recently. So Omer Yertsevin, who didn't play last game, weirdly enough, went from starting to not playing. Uh, he might have a sudden rise. You also need to stay on top of a Taylor Hendricks, the rookie that they drafted, who has impressed when given the opportunity. And there are a few options or a few um, players ahead of him that are out at the moment, which might open up some opportunities. So he is someone that you might look at streaming for the Jazz on that Wednesday, Thursday, back-to-back. On the Thursday, Friday, back-to-back, we have the Boston Celtics, just the one team. So we are looking at Al Horford's. We are looking at Sam Houses. Will Al Horford sit one of those games is another question we also need to ask ourselves. So just be aware on top of that if you are thinking of streaming him in. He might actually sit one of these games um, after playing a fair bit recently and especially with Chris Hutzpuzzing us out. He was playing a higher level of minutes, so I do expect that more than likely he rests one of those games. Again, we'll check the the national TV schedule to see if we can predict which one it will be. So they do play Cleveland on ESPN on the Thursday and then the Orlando Magic on uh, League Pass. So my bet would be that he obviously plays Thursday, rests on the second night of the back-to-back on the Friday. That would be my anticipation and guess on that one. Um I don't think it really frees up too many streamers. I don't know if we really want to be messing around with, um, you know, Namus Cater or Luke Cornett or anything like that. I I think, you know, you're looking at Sam Hauser, but outside of that, that Thursday, Friday back-to-back is not the most friendly for us when it comes to streaming. Uh, Friday, Saturday, we've got a few other options. Now, remember, Saturday is the option where we've got 10 games on the slate. So this one might not be useful for you, but some of you will find this useful. So um, on the Friday, Saturday, we've got the Hawks, the Hornets, the Pistons, the Pacers, the Knicks, and the 76ers. So the Hawks, we're still looking at Sadiq Bay, although I think he's come up questionable with a, an injury recently. So monitor his status over the week. Uh, you've got, oh no, sorry, DeAndre Hunter was the one that was questionable. Uh, Sadiq Bay has been uh, available at least up until this point. Um, You've got uh, Onyeka Kongwu for points leagues. I still think he's a must roster for 12-team category leagues. Maybe not 10 teams, but uh, a stream in 10 teams if you're looking for rebounds, blocks, and field goal percentage. Uh, For the Hornets... There's not too much uh, options. I mean, you're looking at Nick Richards. Again, nah, Mark Williams has been ruled out for Monday, so he's an excellent stream. We'll talk about the category streams later, but he's an ex- excellent stream and could even be playable in a 13-game day because, uh, although I think Mark Williams, sorry, is doubtful, not out, but more trending towards being out. And if Mark Williams was still iffy by then, that would be an excellent stream for him for the Hornets. The Pistons, who 
freaking knows. Uh, Asar Thompson, if he's dropped, could be a good stream. You could stream in players like Killian Hayes, Isaiah Stewart, um, or anyone else that they're throwing out on the court at that time. Uh, the Indiana Pacers, Obi Toppin is a guy that probably could be picked up right now if you need the field goal percentage, but he's a good stream option there. You've got players uh, like Aaron Neesmith, you could also add in there as well. Uh, TJ McConnell, who's played pretty well recently and, and done well in the in-season tournament, he could be added as a streamer for assists and steals. Uh, someone on the Knicks we need to look at next. They also have, I think Mitch Robinson's been ruled out, so Isaiah Hartenstein is a big-time streamer for this week for field goal percentage, blocks, and rebounds. Now, it's a little bit far away, so we don't know exactly how long Mitch Robinson is out, but even in backup minutes, he can be decent enough in a back-to-back situation for those categories especially. You're also looking at your Josh Hart's, your Emmanuel Quickly's if they're available. Um, Quinton Grimes, not so much. Uh, don't say DiVincenzo, who's now the starter, but still not a huge minutes guy probably still more of a streamer so you have a few options there for the Knicks and for the 76ers Kelly Oubre Jr. I don't necessarily think he's a must roster player but if he is available you can definitely stream him for points and threes um, you've got players like Nicholas Batum that might be there uh, Joel Embiid's been in and out sometimes questionable so depending on his status you might definitely have to look at the uh, Paul Reed stream if available um, there as well depending on the availability of Joel Embiid come the Friday Saturday the other option we also have is the uh, Friday-Sunday pseudo-back-to-back. So if you have a full schedule on the Saturday and you can't fit any stream options in, you can add someone on the Friday and get them again on the Sunday where there's only a five-game slate, so a lower-volume day. So on that Friday-Sunday pseudo-back-to-back, you've got the Celtics again. So they play three games in four nights. They've got that uh, Wednesday, sorry, Thursday, Friday, and then the Sunday. So that's a good ad if you can get a Sam House and you are streaming threes. He's a very good option for that three games in four days. Uh, the Houston Rockets, I mean, you're looking at players like Tari Eason for steals, blocks, some rebounds. He's definitely an option that we can have a look at. Maybe by then, Amen Thompson's getting some game time, although yet to be seen. We can have a look at him potentially, but not too many other options outside of that. The Pelicans, you're looking at someone like a Jose Alvarado for assists and steals. Um, you might also still be looking at uh, Dyson Daniels, depending on his minutes over the next couple of games. A few difficult decisions because their roster has been a bit in flux with some of the players returning from injuries. So uh, Jose Alvarado is the one of the ones I think. Uh, maybe Najee Marshall, another one that pops to mind that you might want to have a look at there. Uh, the Orlando Magic, lots of options here. We've got Cole Anthony, who I think is a must-roster player anyway. But Gogo Badatse, um, uh, Mo Wagner... Wendell Carter Jr. is on the horizon to return soon-ish. They've been a little bit close-lipped about it. He might be back. He might not be back by this time. Not 100% sure. But if he isn't, those guys are still obviously good stream options. Uh, players like Gary Harris are good ones for threes. Joe Ingles for threes. A couple of different options there. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are also, again, we're waiting to see what they're doing with the back-to-backs with Durant and Beal. But... This is not a back-to-back, so those players will both likely be available, I would have thought. Um, so it does limit the stream options a little bit more in that one there. Um, the Spurs, you've got players like Sohan, like Trey Jones for assist uh, streams. Maybe you can look at a Chetty Osman for a three-stream if you're desperate. Um, wait to see that their, their lineups are up and changing. And for the Wizards as well, um, Tyus Jones, I still think is rosterable or, or, sh- or should be rostered in 12-team leagues. If you're in a 10-team league and he's available, you can add him for assists and steals. Um, players like Danny Avdia for rebounds. You can look at 
uh, some guys like that over there. And uh, Bilal Koulibaly for steals and blocks. Defensive stats. And on the Saturday and Sunday back-to-back, we have the Warriors, the Bucks, and the Trailblazers. So again, the Saturday is the busy day, but if you can stream that day and you want them for the last two games of your matchup, look at those players. The Warriors, you, you, you've got some players like... Um, uh, what am I thinking about their backup center? Uh, Dario Saric is the guy I'm thinking about. You can look at someone like Kavon Looney for rebounds. Uh, maybe you're looking at a Moses Moody and monitoring that battle between the starting lineup between Wiggins or Clay Thompson. Uh, looking at some of those guys. I think those are the main, one, main ones that we're looking at. Maybe a Kaminga, depending on how's been, how he's been going the previous few games in terms of a point stream, might also be an option. The Bucks limited options, I think, here when it comes to streaming. Maybe if Bobby Portis is available, if you're in a shallower league, he could be someone for points and rebounds. Uh, Malik Beasley should probably be on a roster at this point, but for whatever reason, if he is available, he's an excellent threes streamer. There's not too many big names, I think, outside of that uh, that shouldn't already be on rosters. So a little bit more of a tricky one for the Bucks. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, Matisse Thibel is always a go-to stream when it comes to the defensive stats. So here's someone I'd be looking at. Um, we're not sure about the availability of Jeremy Grant, who is ruled out for the Monday. Uh, we also got DeAndre Ayton Downhill for the Monday. Uh, so by Saturday, the weekend after, I think, both of them should be back, but if for whatever reason they're not, you've got a few other players available that you can stream um, through their front court there as well. Brogdon, I would have to think he's there by then. So their injuries will dictate the ability to stream their uh, back-end players, um, but a little bit hard to project uh, a week basically in advance without knowing the availability outside of the next game. So keep an eye on those ones there. All right, those are the back-to-backs. Let's talk about some streaming uh, targets. Oops, that's I've gone back one. Uh, let's talk about some streaming targets for Yahoo Points Leagues. Um, again, we'll just talk about some of the options that I think should be available in a decent amount of leagues and can have good weeks this week. So for fantasy points, we're looking at Keontae George, Derek Jones Jr., who has a great opportunity with no Kyrie Irving, at least for the next game. Grant Williams, I believe, is also out. And you've got no um, Josh... Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, but you basically got a bunch of injuries over in Dallas, so I think you've got a big opportunity for Derek Jones Jr., who um, you know is not typically a big fantasy points guy, but has an opportunity this week, especially Tim Hardaway Jr. also stepping up into that role um, to fill some injuries there as well. Uh, Patrick Williams has been getting it done recently. Obviously, no Levine for another couple of weeks, so he also has that minutes opportunity, usage opportunity there as well. Eric Gordon, a little bit less so now that Beal is likely to return on Tuesday, so he kind of falls down my list, but you might see a game with no Durant and then another game with no Beal, so he still maybe is someone that we can stream for fantasy points over that first back-to-back, and then I think we probably move on from an Eric Gordon. Jonathan Kaminga, he's on a hot stretch right now. It could drop very quickly. I'm not a big believer in Kaminga, but he can at least get out and get you some buckets, which helps for fantasy points leagues. And Orlando Robinson, if Ben was out for the entire week, he might be at the very top of this list. He's out for Monday, which is a high-volume day. I think he's I think he's less valuable for points leagues, but still extremely valuable um, and might be someone that you are happy to put in your starting 10. Less enticing in the high-volume day. Um, better if it was a low-volume day, but if we, if we got word that Bam was out for longer, he'd be a great stream for that reason. Let's go to categories leagues and the points category for those leagues. Uh, a couple of double-up names here. DeAndre Hunter, although he is questionable, I believe, for the next game, so keep an eye on his availability. Tim Hardaway Jr., as we just mentioned. Eric Gordon, same thing. Jonathan Kaminga. Benedict Matherin. 
Again, someone who can get up there, get hot, and give you some decent scoring. He is widely available. Norman Powell is another one. Again, if we see the Clippers sitting either or any one of those um, you know, stars, you know, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, or Paul George, in, in either of those back-to-backs, Norm Powell will be one of the guys that really gets the biggest boost along with Russell Westbrook there, who Russell Westbrook probably should have been in the previous um, slide for Fantasy Points Leagues as well. So you can always have a look at him, especially if those guys do sit. Let's talk about the next category, three-pointers. Very, very easy category to stream. We've got a lot of great options here. Tim Hardaway Jr., who we've mentioned three times already. Eric Gordon, Sam Hauser, like we said, three games in four nights at the end of the um, week for the Celtics. So a good late week stream for threes. Dante DiVincenzo starting for the Knicks now. I don't think it's a massive boost to his overall value, but he can give you some points uh, and threes and also some steals along the way. Corey Kispert is a great threes guy and Harrison Barnes. Let's talk about rebounds. Great options this week with a number of starting bigs injured. So we've got Isaiah Stewart, who might, for the love of God, should move to the starting lineup with Bagley questionable. You've got no gel endurance, so surely they get him in the starting lineup if uh, Marvin Bagley is not going, and they're not going to start James Wise. And my God, that would be disastrous because... Oh, actually, no, I'm not even going to get into it. So he should be a good rebounding stream. Orlando Robinson, like we mentioned. Isaiah Hartenstein, we've got no Mitchell Robinson. It might be a longer or a medium-term kind of absence for Mitch Robinson. They haven't really said exactly what's going on. So Hartenstein might have value for the entire week, maybe longer. At least for the start of the week, he has some great streaming appeal. Josh Hart for the Knicks as well. Uh, Nick Richards. Doubtful for Mark Williams, so Nick Richards might step into that starting lineup again. He was really good last game and is a great rebound streamer, and so is Denny Avdia as a bit of an unconventional, non-big man rebound stream. The assists, a little bit harder here. Keontae George is not available everywhere, but in some leagues he is, so you can have him at least for nothing else to stream assists. Be mindful of your field goal percentage. Trey Jones, he's been playing 26 to 28 minutes a night recently um, and not starting at point guard, even though they've tinkered around with it. I still think he can be at least a three, uh, sorry, an assist streamer, as can Jeremy Sohan. A little bit less confident than I was a couple, you know, a week ago when he was consistently starting. Less so now, but he can still probably at least give you some assists. Kyle Lowry is still there. Killian Hayes is also starting, and I think he sticks there for a little while. And TJ McConnell benefits with the expected absence of a. Um, why can't I think of his name? The other guard in Indiana, which I am failing to remember. Um, okay, no, I'm going to do this. I was going to move on, but no, I should be I should be thorough. I do this all the time, and my mind just blanks on me because at the end of the day, I'm coming home from work, and I just I have mental brain farts. Um, Andrew Nemhard, that's the guy I was thinking about that couldn't just couldn't spit it out. So TJ McConnell is benefiting by the fact that uh, Nemhard looks to be reevaluated in a, in a week, so he will more than likely be out the entire week here. So TJ McConnell will pick up the slack there, and he can give you some really good assists in limited time. Uh, the next one here is the Steels um, streamers here. So Alice Caruso, when he's able to get out there on the floor and stay out there on the floor, excellent Steels streamer. KCP, we know we stream him for steals, not much else. Matisse Thibault, like we said, one of the best in the game, especially when Grant is out. He's going to get boosts in minutes. He's been playing 30-plus the last few games, so he can provide elite steals in that time. Killian Hayes, great steal streamer. Patrick Williams, good opportunity, has been getting steals recently. And same with uh, Bilal Koulibaly, the French phenom. Uh, he can give you three steals in any given, day, any given game. Uh, that is what he's good at. 
Defensive stat number two, the blocks, Al Horford. Um, remember, might be a chance to rest on that back-to-back um, that the Celtics do have later in the week. Nick Richards, especially whilst Mark William is out, or if Mark Williams is out, he is doubtful. Uh, Derek Jones, he's going to have an extended run this week with uh, plenty of minutes. He can block shots. Goga blocked four in the last game. Any given day, he can give you some really good blocks. So he is always a stream for that one. And same with Isaiah Stewart, especially if he does start at center, which I swear to God, he better. Uh, lastly, the percentages, field goal percentage, a couple of those big guys, or a few of those big guys, Orlando Robinson, Isaiah Hart, Einstein, Obi Toppin for the Pacers, Nick Richards, Mo Wagner, and Gogo Badatze. Lots of great options for field goal percentage streaming this week with a lot of injuries opening up some good opportunities for those back-end bigs. Really, really easy to boost up your field goal percentage this week, in my opinion. And free throw percentage, a little bit harder. DeAndre Hunter, again, he's questionable, but if he's good to go, he should be okay for that. Har- uh, Grayson Allen, even with uh, Beal returning, you've still got the question marks of the other guys in the back-to-back situation, so I'd at least get him in for early week if you're looking for free throw percentage. Harrison Barnes is always a good guy for free throw percentage, as is Emmanuel Quickly and Benedict Matherin, I think, are also guys that can get to the line, hit their free throws at a good percentage. That will do us for the Week 8 preview show, guys. Make sure, if you are enjoying these podcasts, give these ones a big thumbs up over on YouTube. Make sure you give us also a good five-star rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, wherever you listen to this on the audio version. And we will see you guys next time for some more shows. Until then, bye! Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.